I said, waiter, there's a fly in my soup. And he says, hey, we didn't charge you extra. Oh, I was uh, in a restaurant one time. And then I said, hey, waiter, there's a fly in my soup. And he said, oh, I'm terribly sorry, sir. Let me get you another. Boom. <laughs> nice. Nailed it. One time I was in a restaurant. And yeah. I said, waiter, there's a fly in my soup. And he said, oh, sorry, my zipper fell off my pants. Oh! Oh, and, he, and one time I was in a restaurant, and I said, hey, hey, waiter, there's a, there's a fly in my soup. And he said, well, then we shouldn't charge you for it. <laughs> and Boom! One time I... Get it? Because... I said, waiter, there's, wanna... there's a bowl in my... There, there's a bowl of... Welcome back to Raisin Bread. <laughs> hey, everybody! We're back to the show! I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And this is the next installment. Are we on episode 14 already? Already. How'd we get so far? This is crazy talk. Did we get this far? Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. And maybe we'll even get further. Probably not. Not after this opening. Nope. But we'd like to bring bring you on back and invite you to join our world of two scoops of sports sports and entertainment entertainment and uh, trolling. And when Ray's talking, boringness. And when I'm talking, boringness. That's nice. what we do here on the show. We bore people. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to Two Scoops of Boredom. <laughs> no, I want to talk about something right now. A power drill walks into a bar, and the bar says, hey, we don't serve power drills. And he said, why? Am I too boring? I, I don't get it. Because drills bore into things. Oh, but this is boring. Yeah. I <laughs> You know okay, what? I got a better one for you. Okay. Uh, a pig walks into a bar, and the bartender says, hey, we don't serve pigs in here. And he says, why? Am I too boring? <laughs> I got one. Okay. I got A horse walks into a bar, and the bartender says, hey, I'm sorry. We don't serve horses in here. And the horse doesn't say anything because horses can't talk. Nice. And then he just has had to be escorted out the door. I mean, that's okay, pretty so good, right? One time, a horse walked into a bar, and the bartender says, why the long face? And then the horse says, well, all horses have really long faces. Oh! Nailed it. Okay. Um, there's, um, this is the worst show ever. We, there's, none of that's going to see the air. Right. All of it will see the air. Uh, oh, gosh. You know, there's one thing I want to complain about, though, just at the top of the show here, is we've seen this before with Time Warner, where different uh, cable networks or network networks will start posting ads saying, hey, Time Warner's trying to take away your ABC, so if you like hit shows like Lost or Monday Night Football, well, it used to be, you better write Time Warner right now. And then Time Warner will put out a series of ads at the same time that say, hey, ABC, or in this case, CBS, they're asking too much money, so you write to CBS, and and you understand that we're not the bad guys, and I'm sort of like, mommy and daddy are fighting again. I don't want to be a part of that. Why can't you guys just settle this and leave me out of it? Yeah. The biggest problem, though, is I woke up this morning. This is yeah. my first day back. I've been out of town for a week and a half. I'm very sad every day that you wake up in the morning. Thank That's, you. Makes me very sad. How dare you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I wake up this morning, and I go to watch my, my Price is Right fix that I get every single morning, and I turn it on, and what is on? 
Nothing. It was that soccer movie with Will Ferrell on the Stars Network. They've replaced CBS with Stars, hmm. which you know doesn't suck most of the time. But gosh darn it, this is my Price Is Right time. It's real now, everybody. This is really happening. Yeah, Stars is kind of like the. Uh... It's like Kanye West having to sit and coach. Yeah. Now it's real. Yeah. Wait, are you saying that you're Kanye West in this scenario? Yes. Interesting. And The Price is Right is mm-hmm. my first-class seat. Right. Well, okay. I ain't saying you're a gold digger, but... I think we can stop right there. Right? <laughs> no, I'm just... I'm very, very upset because it's the first time I've actually seen them yank a network. Why couldn't it have been a network I don't watch? Right. Why couldn't they have had this feud with Animal Planet? I... I don't understand either. That would be okay. How they just replace it with stars? Like that's just not stars. at all the same thing. We don't even get stars normally, so I mean it's kind of exciting. We watched a little bit of Scary Movie Three last night. Stars is an interesting, like it's almost like HBO or Showtime, but without a budget. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like the U sixty two stations from about thirty right. years ago when they I have was growing some, up. They have some original programming, but some of it's you know. Uh, they just don't have the same amount of money that HBO has. No, the definitely talented people working at Stars, though. I mean. They've like, had some good shows. Like uh, Spartacus Blood and Sand. Mm, I was going back all the way to Hollywood Residential. Oh, wow. That's a good show. I'm not familiar with that show. You should check it out. It's pretty good. But in any case, I know that there's something that you wanted to talk about. You said, Ray, I have this important topic that I got to hit. Well, no, I mean, it's not a big deal, Ray. It's not, you know, I just went to... You sure were making it sound like it was a big deal. You wouldn't even tell me what it was. Well, it's just my buddy Ken... We you all know. have a buddy named Ken. I yeah. think that's fair. Yeah, everybody does. Barbie does. I do. That's pretty much everybody. <laughs> pretty much everybody you need to know. No, he his wife is like eight and a half months pregnant. Oh, my goodness. So she's on bed rest. So I got to go with him. Instead of her being his plus one, well, I got you, to be... You go to like a Dodger game or nah, we, we, like a local concert not a for like deal. a local act or something? You know, we just went to the Californication series rap party. That was all. You know, Californication starring David Duchovny. The, the the world famous David like, Duchovny like sex addict show. Every man's bromance is David Duchovny. Am I wrong? It's hard to not love David right? Duchovny. To be fair, I mean the X Files. Uh, I go back to the and movie. now Californication, where he basically plays like a nicer Bukowski. Yeah, well, cool. So you were at a Californication <clears throat> party. Uh huh. It was the series rap party. It's just the rap party now, for the end you, of the whole series. You always do this. You somehow find your way into these places. You start name dropping like crazy. And quite frankly, I mean, nobody likes a name dropper. Nobody okay. likes, oh, by the way, I met blank and blank with blank. And oh, yeah, I was at this party with blank. It's sort of just like, hey, dude, come on. So like, you're saying I'm going to, just because I went to the Californication party, I'm going to start dropping names like, oh, Michael Imperioli and Heather Graham were there. And yeah, yeah. David I think, Duchovny, that's, I think that's exactly what you would do. And all the other stars of Californication were all there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like, every time I go to Californication party or something like that, doesn't mean I'm going to name drop that I saw Marilyn Manson and Tom Jones there. <sighs> but I did. I hate you so much right now. No, that's so, not unusual for Ray to hate me. It's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you always do this. You named us. You saw Heather Graham, Marilyn Manson. Hey, the highlight is Tom Jones, though, is it not? The highlight of every day should be Tom, Tom Jones. Tom Jones is the man. Okay. I'm sorry. Tom Jones is pretty cool. Yeah. At least it's not like Tom Jones got up and sang, though. It's not, I mean, he, just, he was at the party, right? Just having yeah, he was, like. He was at the concert at the party. The concert. So, so he was sang. watching music with you. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't a big deal. Like one of the guys, Steve Jones from, from the Sex Pistols, was up there singing. Oh, oh that's another name. Sorry. Oh. I think, was this before or after Don Felder of the Eagles sang Hotel California? 
and then the guy, the drummer from Slayer, I don't know his name, was playing also. But anyway, during some time with the, the, you know, Steve Jones said, hey, my friend Tom Jones is here. Do you guys want to hear him sing a couple songs? And we were like, yeah. You were like, I would like that very much, actually. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. And then Marilyn Manson, you know, got up and just berated the tech guy the whole time, which was amazing. Did he? Oh, yeah. What is he saying? He's just like, all right. Uh, he, he would say and stuff like, sorry, uh, sorry, that song sounded terrible. Hopefully the tech guy gets his stuff together before he gets beat up by a bunch of girls here <laughs> wow yeah it's a personal jesus reach out and touch me oh that was one of the songs that he sang oh there you go at the party i went to i always thought uh, marilyn manson sounds a little bit like um uh, a deeper voiced ethel merman <laughs> that's pretty funny. reach out and touch me yeah i'm just saying i don't know or uh who's the other lady that sounds like that uh barbara streisand Yes, Babs. Babs. Personal friend of the show. She anyway, raisin uh, not to drop any names, but yeah, I did go to that. But it was a cool party, though. I mean, God, Tom Jones. That's mostly what I'm excited it's about. It's a good get right Tom there. Jones. I was excited you saw Marilyn Manson. I'm not a Marilyn Manson fan, but he was awesome. Yeah. And it's like a spectacle. You know what I mean? Well, he puts on a show. Yeah. It's not just about him getting up there and performing music. It's about him getting up there and, and entertaining, mm-hmm. which are all the best shows, all the best concerts are the folks that get up there and, and really make you feel like you belong at the concert. Like, this is a spectacle. This is something to see. Like, anybody can just pop in the CD. If you just wanted to hear the songs, just go ahead and get the mm-hmm. CD. You don't need to see somebody in concert. But if you, I want the stories. I want the action. I want the... The, the gravitas of the performance. I want all that in a show. You know what's uh, hilarious is that no. my buddy Ken had actually had a plus two, and we could have brought one more person, and he lives literally in the building next to you. What? And, God, all we would have had to do is, I guess, just walk over and knock on your door, and we could have brought you, but instead, I dared Ken to eat the other ticket for a dollar, oh. and then I had to give him a dollar. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. That's, uh. that's something. I would have. Hated Why are you? To you have a weird. You have a weird look on your face. Mm, I'm sad on the inside now, but that's okay because we're going to continue with the show anyway. What are we going to talk about today, Brent? Talk a little baseball. We're going to talk about Major League Baseball, which that's means right. steroids. It, it, major League steroids, MLS. Oh wait, that's be soccer. Talk about anyway. <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. The mm. SEC quarterback. We're going to get some SEC football yeah. working here on the Raisin Brent show. And then, of course, we have to. I mean, we wouldn't be a Raisin Brent show unless we talked about Riley Cooper of the Philadelphia Eagles saying things what ought not be said. You can't drop N bombs, dude. You cannot drop the N bomb anytime, anywhere, and expect to keep your job. But we'll see what's going on with that. So, you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, then let's come on back after three seconds of Marilyn Manson. An amazing three seconds of angry music. Yes. Welcome to the angry music episode of Raisin Brent. We're going to talk a little bit of baseball here right now because a big thing happened, what, in the last few days? What? I haven't heard. 11 players suspended for PEDs as a result of the youth clinic down in Florida down there, the biogenesis lab. Well, this is weird. Now baseball's got a steroids problem? It just started. But now it's just finished. I'm so tired of, I mean, I know we have to talk about it, but I'm so tired of talking about steroids and not baseball. You know, it's a great sport, and then these knuckleheads Steroids are everywhere, just not in baseball, right? Right. And never have been. No, I'm, all seriousness, though, you know, I do get tired (laughs) of talking about and just hearing about steroids 
and these cheaters instead of baseball. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm honestly over the whole steroid thing. I personally, I'm one of the very few people I carry an unpopular opinion. There's a surprise. I say go for it. Like, whatever. Do the steroids. As long as... As long as you can get away with it, I don't see it as a stain. I mean, these are the most competitive guys in the world doing one of the hardest sports, if not the hardest sport in the entire world in order to be really prolific at. Use the chemicals, man. I mean, use. we've progressed as a people. We have scientifically broken through areas. And if there's ways that can make you work three times as hard and, and can allow your body to recover faster from the workouts... Uh, which is what the steroids do. It's not that these people are lazy and they inject steroids. I think there's a huge misconception about that. It's not you just sit around and inject steroids, brrr, you turn into King Kong. No, you inject the steroids, that way you can exercise that much more, and therefore your body can put on all that extra poundage. Yeah, but it's, but it's working out that much more that you wouldn't be able to work out if you weren't taking steroids. What's the problem? Because not everyone's going to take steroids because, for one, there's long-term health risks. There sure are. Yeah. And those people will pay for them. Yeah. You well, make choices in this life, Brent. Okay, I understand that, but all these different sports leagues where it's supposed to be based on, you know, people on the same playing field. Oh, like cycling. Yeah. Yeah, where everybody's on the same field. Doped up beyond recognition. Yeah, well, not anymore. Now the times are slower because sure. they're, not, they're not doped up anymore. Sure. I'm just saying, I feel like, you know, and also, aren't steroids illegal? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's against the law. Uh, what if you get? I mean, well, okay, so uh, so aren't... so you would also be uh, okay with you know us playing baseball and it's like, oh, that guy's about to score. Let me just, oh, I'm going to shoot him real quick before he scores. We... It's illegal, but hey, hey, the, here's the deal. We progress as a society where we have guns that are able to outrun people, so let's just shoot them before they score. If a guy's trying to run you over at home plate, a catcher has got to stand his ground. Wow, he was scared. You know what? He was and, in fear. He's got to shoot the guy. In, in a related story, you know, one of your Detroit Tigers, Johnny Peralta, is one of the guys suspended for 50 games. Okay, he did. he did. And I feel like since you and I have a bet over the whole season, and I was assuming that your team was a clean team, that I should get more games. And I think all these teams that have guys that are suspended, they should all be ineligible to play. You know, it's, I don't think it's any uh, any great stretch of the imagination why all these guys that got suspended, they are half of them are all stars. I wonder if they'd well, be all-stars if they weren't. Yeah, very coincidental. I'm sure it's coincidental. Right. Best. Now, here's the deal. Johnny Peralta got suspended. I'm sorry. I'm, did I miss? Was there a drug test that came back not clean for Johnny Peralta recently? Yes. This is for something that happened like two years ago. Well, yeah. It's so everybody's therefore, stuff this two season years ago. shouldn't even be in doubt. You see what I'm saying? Because he didn't do steroids this year. I believe him. That I we believe know in Johanny Peralta that he is not on steroids this year. This suspension is bogus. That's interesting. Uh, has Johnny Peralta ever been an all-star before? I don't think he has. I think it's his first year. So that would lead me to believe, since this is his best year, that he's doing more steroids than ever this year. I think that he's finally caught up with the pitching of Major League Baseball, the speed of the game. He's now more comfortable in it. I think he's going to get caught up on Desperate Housewives now because he's suspended for the next 50 games. So... He's going to get caught up. He's going to get caught up on Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's very exciting. He might even watch The Wire. Yeah. You get enough time off. Maybe might watch. Heck, check out all 120 episodes of Lost. Hey, he can start in at the ground floor of the bridge. Oh, you know what? Oh, well, please. Nobody needs to do that. I wouldn't wish he that could, on anybody. Uh, I wouldn't wish watch, that on a Grady Sizemore. He could, watch, he could watch every Gordon Ramsay show that's on. Ooh, that's hard to do. Anyway, I'm I I do I you know it it does it does annoy me because you got teams that seems like never have guys get caught, and then you got teams yeah, like you the have Yankees. Good teams, then you, and got then you te- have bad teams. You teams like the Yankees that always have guys getting caught with steroids. Yeah, think and about then the people team, talk about how good they are. Think about the team from two thousand nine for the Yankees, and think about how many players off that team are like Giambi, mm-hmm. Alex Rodriguez. There's a whole litany of players. 
that were affiliated with that team and the previous Yankee championships before that, going all the way back to 1996, Roger Clemens, Andy Pettit with the HGH. I mean, think about it. Those were the dirtiest teams. Should we take all those championships away from the New York Yankees? Yes. Yes. And I, th- and I think, and I think, you know, if they, re- if they're really serious about this, that 50 games too much, it's not enough. It's not enough. If you get caught, in fact, well, maybe 50 games is okay for like a first suspension. If you get caught a second time, you should just be done. You're done. Done after two suspensions? Yeah, because Alex Rodriguez is making a, he's still owed $100 million. This is where I'm coming from. Now, Alex Rodriguez is part of this suspension. He was suspended for the rest of this year and all of next year. Do you think the Yankees had anything to do with that? They've been trying to get rid of his payroll for quite a while now. Is there any? I'm not trying to get overly conspiratorial here, but is there any chance the Yankees were like, hey, bud, you work for us, the owners. Maybe you could cut us a salad, and maybe you could suspend A-Rod a whole bunch so we don't have to pay him this redonk contract that we're still owed for. I don't think they're in on it. And save themselves like $45 million or whatever it would be. Yeah, I don't think they're in on it because right now Alex Rodriguez is playing for the Yankees, so... Yeah, how does that happen? Is he did he appeal a suspension? He appealed. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's what they always do. Except for one man, Jahani Peralta said, "I will accept my suspension and come back strong for the playoffs." All of eleven of them accepted their suspension. The only one that's appealing is A Rod because A Rod's got the most to lose. Yeah, well, if he's going to get suspended for all of this year and next year anyway, may as well make every dollar you can until that suspension starts. Because if he just accepted the suspension, that's it. All those games are gone. He can. What's he get paid? Like ten thousand. A uh, million dollars a game. Yeah, you know it's yeah. Well, yeah, you know what's crazy is I I don't feel any sympathy for Alex Rodriguez. You know this guy's naturally talented. He could have been just like Barry Bonds. He could have Barry Bonds could have been in the Hall of Fame without taking steroids. You get greedy. You're making thirty million dollars or whatever it is a year. Right. Just earn your money and don't be an idiot. Barry Bonds would have been a very clear-cut Hall of Famer without all the steroid shenanigans and his head. You and know, Alex Rodriguez probably would have been too. Growing. Alex Rodriguez was a bona fide Hall of Famer, period. And I still I still think all these guys should be Hall of Famers, though. They put up the numbers. They did it. We don't know. I mean, there has been cheating rampant in baseball since baseball began. Baseball was probably the biggest cheater sport in the history of anything, from people using sandpaper and files on the ball to uh, people using foreign substances, but those Vaseline. Are things, those are things that happen on the field. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, like hitting home runs while on steroids happens on the field as well. What's the problem? Because no, the steroids t- doesn't they don't inject themselves on the field and then and then hit. Maybe the they should runs. be forced to. Yeah. Maybe they should. They should. Maybe they should just have uh, Andy Pettit like just plunk him, plunk Roger Clemens right in the butt right there on the mound. I mean, all this is taking away from the amazing run of the Kansas City Royals. Twelve out of oh. the last thirteen. Oh, that's, they've gained nearly a game on Detroit that during is that cute time. Because in the same time, the Detroit Tigers have won a, what eleven games in a row. No, they haven't won eleven games. It's in a at row. least that's it might okay. be fifteen. I, I mean, it might be twenty six. Yeah, it's not. Here's a bold prediction. I don't think the Tigers are going to lose a single game the rest of the season. Okay, I'll take I that. I think bet. I'm pretty Shame much convinced. Bets? No, naked running down the street bets. Detroit loses a game before the end of the season. We do that anyway. That's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't really even be a bet. That'd just be like Thursday. How about this? You got two more games. Two more games against. No, you got three more games. That's right. Against Cleveland. Correct. We're going to win all Are those. You gonna Already make, one okay, game one. Do you want to? Do you want to make a bet? I'll bet you that they don't win all of those games. I'm not ready to make that bet. Why not? I'd rather talk you're, about. You're, why not, Ray? 
Because they're not going to lose a game the rest of the season. Surely they're going to lose to the scrub Cleveland Indians. While I have great confidence in your Detroit Tigers, I don't have a lot of confidence in the Tigers' bullpen. I think Joaquin Benoit's okay, almost an all-star, but the ability for the bullpen to blow a game at the end, especially to a team like the Cleveland Indians, who have a few hitters in there who can be very, very dangerous. What's the difference? They're always up 10-0. They're up 10-0 every game. They are winning 10-0 nearly every single game, except for Alex Avila. Three-run homer to win the game in the ninth inning. What, baby? But I'm just so I'm really really it's it's so cute that your Kansas City Royals win 13 mm-hmm. out of 14 games. It's be cute and made up a half game on the Detroit Tigers. I can't That's wait. adorable. I can't wait for them to pass the Tigers and then you're gonna shut up. Well, neither of those because things. Because what's is really to what's really funny is like a couple weeks ago, you and O'Connell were like, "Yeah, the Royals are gonna be 20 games under 500." Blah 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 blah. Still one, lots of time left. One one All Star. Yeah, three All Stars. They're five games over. Over 500 right now. They're five games out of the They've wild won card. 12 out of 13. They're four games out of the four wild card. Four games out of the wild card. They're in the race. Well, I say five games because by the time this actually airs, they will be five games out of the wild card. Interesting. By winning? Now, you know who they're playing? You know your Kansas City Royals. Here's the bet I will take. I was looking at this. The Kansas City Royals play the Boston Red Sox, the Red Stockings. Four games. Pedroia's boys. Yeah. Around this weekend, they play Thursday, Thursday through Sunday. Thursday through Sunday. Okay. I will bet you that the Boston Red Sox win that series. Okay. So what's the bet? If they win three out of four, then you win the bet. That's correct. And if they, if they, oh, so then if they, if it's a split, if it's a split, then I win. It's a push. Well, how is that a push, Ray? That's a push. How is that a push? Because Kansas you said they're going to win the series. Yes, it's a push if they go two and two. How dare you? Okay, so and if Kansas City wins three out of four, then you win. Then the I bet. win the bet. So somebody has to win the series. Correct. If not, it's a push. That is correct. I accept that bet. Now, what do we want to put on this? Naked running down the street. We are not putting naked running down the street okay, on the docket. Sorry. I don't want to get fired. Sorry, okay. Or arrested. Okay. So what do you think the terms of this bet should be? Okay, I have an idea. Okay. I think that if I win, yes, uh, theoretically, you have to get a tattoo of my face on your butt. Uh-huh. And then uh, if you win, we'll just shake hands. Mm, let me think about that. That sounds fair. Mm. No, because I, you know, I don't like to touch other people's hands, so it'll be like, I, oh, oh, I have man, to touch Ray's hand be... and I have to shake it. Boy, that would be no. I don't think I could accept those. And then terms. you just have to have a tattoo somewhere where no one will see it anyway. It... I'll see it. Yeah, and I'll feel shame every day for the rest of my life. I don't think that that's a bet I'm ready to take on the Boston Red Sox. How about this though? How about for the next installment of the Raisin Brent Show? Whoever loses the bet has to wear gear supplied by the winner for the entirety of the bet and then just own it for the entire episode. And we have to have pictures. With pictures that we'll put on the Facebook page. What do you think? Okay. I accept that bet. That's all? Yep. All right. Then that's an official bet. Boston, Kansas City, four games. Shame bet. Here on Raisin Brent. All right. Well, then that's set. So moving forward, let's talk a little bit more about your... Los Angeles Dodgers of Los Angeles. Doyers. First place by like five and a half games right now. The most miraculous miracle turnaround I've ever seen. At the end of June, they were like five games back in last place in the entire division. I wouldn't say it's like miraculous. What what coincided? What coincided, Brent? What started the turnaround? Go ahead and tell me. Hanley Ramirez. It was not Hanley Ramirez. It was Yasiel Puig. It was a combination of Hanley Ramirez and Matt Kemp. It was not. Get out of here. Yes, Matt Kemp coming back was a big deal. But Yasiel Puig's leadership, 
his ability to hold this team together and put him on his back and take him all the way to the promised land. They're five and a half games up now in the NL West. They're going to the playoffs. Will, Everyone's getting healthy again. This could be a very legitimate World Series candidate team. I will give you that. I mean, I will. Look, I have never said that that Miss Puigi is. How dare you? How is not you? talented. Miss Puigi, I love when he he's he's clearly karate chopping the the competition right now. Gracious. You know. He hits that ball out there like it's a pig in space. That's all I have to say. A pig in space? A pig's in space. No, but it's got to be just downright remarkable right now. I mean, this is a team that everybody pretty much buried left for dead as if they were the L.A. Angels of Anaheim, which what a mess that team is, huh? Yeah. You got Josh Hamilton. Just I'm just trying to say right now, I'm trying to stay off the freeways around in and around Anaheim because there's only a matter of time till he breaks down again, isn't it? He's got nothing else to play for this season. Yeah, and then I also will stay away from the stadium because did you see that Mike Trout is ordering his subway by hitting balls into the subway? No. That's on a commercial now. Is that a new like, commercial? Yeah, there's a, there's a window that breaks in the subway, and it's like turkey and cheese. So he on, writes it on the ball yeah. and hits it into the subway? Turkey and cheese on wheat. And the guy's like, what's the rest of the order? Wait for it. And there's another ball. Toasted. And then, you know, then they show Mike Trout hitting the balls out of the stadium into the subway. That does. That's not what an MVP would do, as far as I'm concerned. No, right there. it's totally not, and it's not helping your war. It's not helping your, you know, your hitting stats to hit with that fungo ball just one handed. Now you know? you'd agree though that eating at Subway is part of a balanced uh, diet, right? You'd say that it's probably good for your general physique and well being. Depends on what you eat there. Shouldn't it be outlawed as a PED? It's performance enhancing. Shut up. Eating at Subway should get outlawed. Those guys should be forced to eat like Kobayashi. Just hot dogs, bra bra bra, all over again. Because if you if you monitor your diet, oh, now you have an edge over the competition. I according guess, to you, but look. Oh no, I'm going to use the knowledge of my time period to my advantage as an athlete. Oh look, I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to take supplements. Okay, well we I'm also going to exercise all the time and lift weights. Oh no, oh it's an uneven playing field now because I worked harder. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Well, fine. Right. Uh, th- th- next time when I'm a base- major league baseball player, every time I go up to bat, I'm going to put a rocket up my ass, and I'll be safe at first every time because we have the technology for rockets. Why not? Absolutely, I think that's fair. Shove a rocket up there. You are the worst person in the world. Shove a rocket right up there. Shove it right up there, and then I'll be safe. I will hit 1,000 for the year. 1,000 for the year. You have to be able to hit the ball first. No. This isn't Chicago-style softball. No, I won't have. All I will have to do is just stick my bat out, and I'll just bunt, and then I'll be safe at first. You'll probably go, like, pass first. The problem with that theory, though, is... As long as I don't turn left when I get past first. This is my point, (laughs) is that going past second, you'll end up outside the stadium. It's going to be hard for you to stop. On a dime that way. Oh, we have the technology, Ray, and I'll use it. You should. I don't understand why this is a problem. Now the sabermetrics. Oh, no. Now the owners have the sabermetrics that they're using. Oh, no. It's new stuff that didn't exist in the 1920s. Oh, no. There's a competitive disadvantage. Oh, no. Teams like the Royals will still suck. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, we have the same number of World Series as Detroit does since 1985. In the last hundred years, or whatever. And, uh, uh, not in the last hundred years. Yeah, in the last hundred years. The Tigers won in Only- 34, 68. <laughs> that was my point. <laughs> what is wrong with you? 34 and 68. And 84. Did you guys, did you guys win? In 2013. Did you guys win every 34 years? Is that what it is? 34, 68, and then you won in 2002 again? Did you do that? What's 34 plus 34? 68. We do win every 34 years. Wait, yeah. what's 34 plus 66? Hold on, I can do this math in my head. 
It's 100. But 20, 2010. 2000? What are you talking about? I don't know. We're just shouting numbers. Yeah. 30! 37! 9! Me and stats, man. I don't, I don't look at stats. I look, I, I, I look at feelings. Mm-hmm. I feel like Scherzer's still undefeated, so therefore in my mind he is yeah, I still feel like, undefeated. I feel like you should shut up. I'm very sad now. Oh, good. That's, I did mean for that to happen. I think I could go for some angry music to get me back in the mood. Ooh. So how about three seconds of... Nine Inch Nails. You can't have my You can't have the that it brings. Johnny Manziel is the freshman Heisman winning quarterback at the SEC school Texas A&M. He is. He's dating Catherine Webb, a super hottie that old men in booths really enjoy embarrassing themselves over. Leave Brent Musburger alone. He's an old man. I'll leave Brent Musburger alone, but not Kirk Herbstreet. Well, you hate Ohio State, don't you? I do! It's so exciting! By the way, speaking of which, guess who's back? Speaking of college football, guess who isn't pressing charges in a bar fight? Oh, I read this. Yes, your favorite Ohio State running back, Hyde. Carlos Hyde. He is, in fact, going to be back for next year with no problems whatsoever because Chicky Doo just got a new Gucci bag. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, Hyde's coming back. Hide your hide your ladies in bars, am I right? Hello. Yeah. Uh, making the news more so in college football, and we will do a huge college and NFL special talking about every single team that we can deem relevant here on the Raisin Brent Show in the weeks ahead, including a fantasy football special that we're going to be putting together. Mm-hmm. And that very exciting, Brent. Are you yeah. doing fantasy football this year? I am. Are you joining my league? No. What a D. Am I right? This guy right here. In any case... How much does your league cost? It's free. Then no. It literally costs not. For you, 20 bucks. How about that? Okay, if I have to pay, then I'm in. Okay, great. 100 bucks. You said 20. Oh, no, it went up. Okay, then now I'm out again. Shoot. We're going to make this happen. Okay, 20 bucks. 40. Why Sold. am I negotiating the wrong way? <laughs> oh, no. It's very exciting. But anyway, we're talking about the quarterback of Texas A&M, Johnny Manziel, who is in trouble over a memorabilia scandal because of this goofy NCAA, oh, you can't pay your players. Oh, no. So Johnny Manziel, there's a, a broker, an autograph broker, if you haven't heard the story, who said that Johnny Manziel appeared in a commercial to kind of give some legitimacy to his organization and that he paid Johnny Manziel $7,500 to come and sign a whole bunch of autographs, which he does all the time. This Johnny Manziel sa- signs uh, uh, autographs constantly. Near as I can tell. Every time you ever see him on TV, he's always just signing, signing, signing. Here, give me a ball. Give me a shirt. Give me a sign, 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 sign. The NCAA is not looking into it because your friends over at ESPN, or I think we should actually, just the way that they've become such a scab publication who has no journalistic integrity anymore. I mean, they're following Johnny Manziel like TMZ follows Lindsay Lohan at this point. Am I correct? Sure, but it's not... That it's not warranted. I mean, he's... It's not warranted. Like, he's not trying to get himself in trouble. He's just acting like a normal 20-year-old. But when you shove a camera normal up... Normal 20-year-old his... that's uh, out drinking at parties when he's not 21, but you're in the spotlight. I don't know. And I don't buy this whole, like, oh, poor guys, they can't get paid for playing college. They get paid. It's called a scholarship. You know how many people would 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 love to have their entire college experience paid for and not have to have student loans oh and by the way probably if you're good enough you're going to be able to go in the nfl oh guess who gives you free advertising uh, to of your skills for the nfl college football 
every weekend. That's fantastic. But a lot of these guys don't even graduate, so the scholarship really doesn't even mean anything. Once they go pro, the scholarship, it's gone. doesn't matter. It was still offered to them. I suppose. I just don't see it. I, I, what the NCAA makes off of the backs of these college athletes and their names and faces and likenesses is worth so incredibly much more than the scholarship that they're giving them, the, the pittance that it is. Fair like, enough, but it's the same thing with the Olympics where you're you you know you're not supposed to do pro things. Otherwise, you're not in the Olympics because it's uh, supposed to be an amateur sport. Well, that's, that's not the case anymore. And not anymore, but I'm saying it's the same. It used to also be stupid until they came around. That's what I hear you saying. No. It was dumb, and now it's gone. You don't hear it was me dumb. saying that. Oh, because that's what I, I want to hear No, it was say. because we were the only country that was still abiding by those rules, and everyone else was still You mean every from... professional Russian hockey player just yeah. showing up every single year? Yes. That, that wasn't weird to you, that these guys were all like in their 30s? Amateurs. Like, we ski. had amateurs going until we started losing everything, and then they're like, yeah. uh-oh. Ruh-roh, Raggy. Uh-oh. I'm going to make up for it now, <laughs> Carl Lewis style. Thank you, Carl Lewis, I was going to say. That's fantastic. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Or the land of the free. <laughs> Carl Lewis is my hero for for singing that. Uh. I mean, he's no I mean, Maurice Cheeks maybe has the better national anthem thing when he put his arm around the girl and helped her finish when she forgot the words. Mm-hmm. I just feel bad for Maurice Cheeks cuz he's just going to be fired by the Detroit Pistons in 2 years. I disagree with you, Ray. Really? You think yeah. he's going to be you think he's going to be doing better? I believe he'll last longer? No, he's going to get fired away before 2 years. Oh, okay, fair. That's probably true. Give me a year and a half then. Yeah. But what are we talking about? Johnny Manziel. Is, it's, I th- first off, I have a huge problem with this not paying college athletes, but that's the system we're in. That's fine. That being said, ESPN's reporting on Johnny Manziel from Johnny Manziel was at a frat party. Here's Johnny Manziel doing a keg stand. Here's Johnny Manziel at the beach. Here's Johnny Manziel wearing a Tebow jersey. It's like, oh my gosh, leave the kid alone. I understand that he is in the public eye, but only report it if it's news, please. It's I don't not, need every tidbit of gossip. It's not just... It's not just ESPN doing it. And do you not remember the same thing happening with Tim Tebow? Here's the difference. Tim Tebow wasn't out getting drunk. Yeah. That's why they didn't have a video of him out getting drunk. He wasn't out selling his autographs and making money. That's why you don't have them investigating him. Sure. Am I right? No. I, yeah, no, I feel that. Maybe just Menzel's just the new I mean, he's a guy spy. to follow I feel around. like he's a sp- Rich, spoiled kid. He is. He won the Heisman when he's a freshman. Probably And he makes these LeBron James-like statements like, oh, well, I'm going to live my life and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to live my life like a 20-year-old should. Oh, and you guys can all suck it, nerds. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. I just, I guess, don't report to me what Johnny Manziel is doing unless it's actually news. I just can't. That's all I ask for. I I don't need TMZN on my cable dial. I can't wait for Johnny Manziel to be... Holding a clipboard for Mark six Sanchez. years, yeah, for Mark Sanchez in, in NFL. Arizona. That that'll be I'll That'd be amazing. I'll be so happy when that happens. Now you seem to think Johnny Menzel is going to come out after this year. I don't think he's coming back unless you know unless he has to come back for a third year. I don't know if he retro. Well, he's twenty years old right now, so I, I mean, without the knowledge in front of me, that maybe means that I mean, uh, if he's you, not a true. You've sophomore. heard this man speaking. Have yeah. you not? Yeah, it's Does true. Does he sound like a guy that's like, oh, I'm going to stay my whole four years? No. He's already talking about, oh, this no. crap, like, this is why I'm trying to get out of here as soon as possible. Yeah. It, number one overall pick? No. No? Not seems even to a, have every single tool. I don't think he's going to even... He seems to be a tool. Yeah, he's not he's got even six gonna, tools. He's not even going to be a first-round pick. Not even going to be a first-round pick? Are you crazy? How tall is he? I think he's six foot. No, he, yeah, six foot. 
You know Drew Brees is six foot. Yeah, Drew Brees and Russell Wilson are really the and Doug Flutie the only. Well, Doug six Flutie foot, was like five one, yeah, I believe. The only guys under six feet that have ever succeeded in the NFL. I think Drew Brees is six feet, six foot on. And you know what the difference is between those uh, those three guys and Johnny Manziel? All three of those other guys have had an opportunity to play professional football. Are great leaders. Johnny Manziel's a great and are leader. Nice guys. And Johnny Manziel seems like a d bag. Texas A and M didn't they beat Alabama? Did they win the national championship? They did not. Oh, okay. Maybe they do this year. That's all that counts as national championship. If Johnny Manziel, you tell me right now. You tell me just for the record. I want to make sure I have this correct. Because what I'm hearing you say is, if Johnny Manziel leads Texas A&M to the national championship, 13-0, and beating probably just some other stupid SEC school in the finals, because that's how it works. They, they own the system right now. They beat LSU in the finals, because, because bleep your nose, that's why. And he leads them to victory and then comes out to the NFL, still not a first-round pick. Nope. No one takes a flyer on Johnny Manziel. Nope. Nobody. Nobody. Buffalo Bills don't take a flyer. Okay, well, let's just see what happens, Ray. Let's see uh, what other character flaws come out over the next couple years or over the next year. I think we've seen every character flaw we're going to see. He's prone to make bad decisions because he's a 20-year-old dude just I... trying to live his life the way he wants to, Again, doing keg stands. I don't, I don't remember Peyton Manning or Eli Manning. Or Russell Wilson getting uh, all this publicity and, and and all this stuff. I mean, come on. If he wanted, if he didn't want to be in the public eye, there are places he could go where he does where he's not going to be followed by people. I mean, I feel like he's one of those. Oh, hey, guy, oh, guys, stop following me. I'm going to this other party next. Don't follow yeah. me there either. Don't go there. Here's the address so, on Google Maps. I feel like he's just a he's a an attention hog. You know, kind of reminds me of Matt Leinart. Yeah, when Matt Leiner was at the uh, the party in the the hot tub yeah. with all the pictures and everything, yeah. I feel like this guy is is taking every bit of the accolades he's getting and he's taking it to heart. Like, yeah, I am the man. Instead of being like, okay, I still have stuff to prove. But isn't that something college athletes have a right to do? They're young dudes that are in the prime you of their right, lives right now. This is the right best time that they're ever going to have in their entire lives. Uh, there's only so much that's actually expected of them. They're dominating their pers- perspective fields and sports. Isn't this the time to puff your chest out and walk around and be a big man on campus? Sure. You have the right to do that. You also have the right to, you know, go around uh, punching people in the face. But eventually, you're going to have to pay the price for your behavior. I guess. And his D-bag behavior is going to catch up to him someday. I I'm absolutely. Saying. And maybe I'm wrong here, but I see Johnny Manziel having a terrific season this year. I don't see any reason why it's not lined up for him to do very, very well. I don't know that he wins the Heisman again, but maybe he does. Who knows? I... That being said, though, I see him as being the kind of dude who just... Sloughs it off, sloughs it off, goofs around, goofs around. And then as soon as it's time to go to the combine, when he knows it's coming out, boom. Discipline. Obviously, it took him a lot of discipline so in gonna, order to get to the point he's at. He's gonna he grow, must have it. He's going to grow three inches. He's going to grow three. He's still growing. He's 20. Yeah. His body hasn't filled out its frame yet. He's going to get, you know, he's going he's gonna to be like a Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf was 6'6". Six, six I know he's 6'6", six, six, but I'm saying he's a D-bag like Ryan Leaf. Like, he didn't apply his craft because he's... We'll see what happens, Ray, but we'll I'm see. telling you, I, I don't see good things happening for this guy in the future. Interesting. And I don't wish good things happening on this guy in the future. He's wow. ri- he's already he's he's already a spoiled rich kid. Get, you know, go leave me alone. Go play with your money somewhere and live it up. I don't need to go hear about it. Go play with your money somewhere. Yeah. Go swim in it like Scrooge McDuck. That's right. D. I actually don't have a big problem with you. I, I like the cockiness. I like that he's sure of himself. I like that he's out having a good time, being a kid. Because let's face it, he's 20. I liked, Young him dude. La- I liked him last year until he started getting all the publicity, and now he just seems like, oh, yeah, I'm the man. Like, 
Okay. He Get should. He's the only what? Is the only freshman to I'm, ever win the again, Heisman? I'll say that. Puff your chest I'll out. Say you deserved it. I'll say this. You have the right to do that, but that makes you a d bag when you do that. Uh, so what I hear you saying then is you have the right to do that, and I have the right to hate you for it. Exactly. Okay, that's fair. I think we've had enough college football for one day, so let's be right back after three seconds of Tool. Bring it on back after another angry three seconds. I feel energized after every single one of those. I feel like I'm more angry in the show because of the angry music we're playing. I think it helps. I think anger fuels our show. What is it in Rage Against the Machine lyric that said anger is a gift? Mm-hmm. I feel that way. I don't know. I feel like uh, Obi-Wan said you should control your anger. Oh, but the Emperor said feel the hate uh, inside you or something like that. Oh, man. I went to this Star Wars party one time. Oh. Are you going to name drop again? No, no, no. I was Who was say, there? Everybody was Luke Perry there? Everybody was getting tipsy because they were all drinking the Qui-Gon gin. Oh, my God. Are you done? Are you done? Yes. Oh, God. In any case, also making the news. This has been a very like busy week as far as news items go. Yeah, you laugh at your own joke, Brent. Real freaking funny. Qui-Gon Jinn. Really? Where? Do we have some Qui-Gon Jinn? Oh, my God. Anyway, I almost said Bradley Cooper. Riley Cooper for the Philadelphia Eagles got himself in a little bit of trouble. Brent, why don't you tell us a story? Uh, well, you know, this is, everyone should know the story by now if you're wanting to support us. It's out there, but let's just rehash for the people. Short story is Riley Cooper is at a uh, Kenny Chesney concert. Kenny Chesney is a... Everybody else should be, right? Yeah. He's a country artist. And after the show, he wanted to go backstage to meet Kenny Chesney. Well, who wouldn't want to meet Kenny Chesney? I mean, that's a big name in country music. Oh, I met Kenny Chesney. Uh, I used to work at the Academy of Country Music when I moved to L.A. and then... uh, On purpose? Yeah, I or was did the bus the, just leave you there. No, no, no. I was okay. the uh, I was the receptionist for like six months okay. on a temp job. And you yeah. met Kenny Chesney there. Yeah, I met. Well, Kenny Chesney was yeah, a uh, very nice guy. Well, so you have one up on Riley Cooper then. Mm-hmm. He should have just gotten that job. He right. could have met Kenny Chesney easier. But you know what I wouldn't have done if I didn't get to meet Kenny Chesney? I'm guessing it's what Riley Cooper did do. I wouldn't walk up to the African American bouncer and say, "I'll fight every N in here." Oh boy. Oh dear. I'm I'm imagining that that didn't go well for him in the moment or and he, afterwards. And obviously he didn't say Annie. He said the entire... He said some certain slur. He said the word. He said the word. The foreboding word. Yes, it's not a good word. It's not even a word. I, you know, I don't want to get overly politicized or any of that right there, but I just don't think it's a word that even needs to exist anymore. Can't we just kind of just cut it? it? It represents so many bad things and so much pain for so many people, and it's only used to, to hurt people. Why don't we just just drop it as a collective? Why why do people why do ten year olds on Xbox Live playing Modern Warfare seem to drop it every third word? Well, I don't know, Ray. It's just wrong uh, because, by your theory, we have the right to say it. We have we have the technology and we have the evolved mouth and lips that can form those words, so we should say whatever we want. No, I this now is... you're backtracking. Oh my goodness, I'm not backtracking. Are you <laughs> backpacking through Europe in your mind? I am. Wow. I see windmills. There you go. And castles. Oh my gosh. Is that a dragon? No, it's not a dragon. It's Europe. It's not not Never Neverland. It's dragon. What dra- was in this still... drink you gave me? Uh just some Qui-Gon gin. In any case, yes, Riley Cooper dropped the the dreaded uh, hateful N-word at people, which makes it even worse. 
Because you're just trying to hurt people at that point, and you're really just going too far. And it's the future, man. It's 2013. Who's doing that anymore? Yeah. Not not worth it, Paula Dean. And now he's claiming that he doesn't remember saying it. Maybe he was like too intoxicated or something. He doesn't remember saying it. To me, I feel like he's trying to say this to make it better, the situation. Although correct? I normally have a rule about that, is that if you're drunk and you say something and it gets you in trouble, but you don't remember saying it, you didn't say it. Yeah, That's I know. My rule. It gets me I, in trouble a lot. I know you have that rule. You try to welch on bets, and <laughs> how dare you? If I don't remember it, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is, I think Riley Cooper is trying to, you know, make uh, the situation alleviated by saying that I don't remember saying it. To me, that makes it worse because if you don't remember saying it, then it seems like that's just something that's. It's so casual for you to say it yeah. that it doesn't even register when it that comes is, out of your mouth. As soon as when you're not thinking oh, or dear. when you're not when you don't have your barriers up, you're just gonna drop that word. Well he was uh, it shows excuse- what's in your heart. Yeah, it shows the darkness within you. Um but that being said, the Philadelphia Eagles dismissed him from team activities for a few days. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson especially had a lot of very cutting words to say about Riley Cooper and uh, you know Michael Vick tried to make him fight a dog. That's outrageous. Yeah. He said, one way to get back on the team, fight, fight this, this dog. dog. It was only a border terrier. It's not like it was very big. And I then mean, Riley you know. Cooper uh, turned Michael Vick in for, trying to, for uh, trying to do illegal dog fighting again. Well, that's just the crazy thing is he fought the dog first, which is great because he actually beat the border terrier, but then he kind of hurt his leg. So Michael Vick tried to electrocute him. Oh, yeah. He was, oh. He was trying, no, he was just trying to put him out of his misery. Look, Ray, we have the technology to put people out of their misery. Why don't we just do it? Let's use it for whatever we want. We have the technology to electrocute people named Riley Cooper. Why don't we just do it? Gracious. So Michael Vick, however, uh, besides all that uh, happening, they've apparently made amends because Michael Vick is now speaking for Riley Cooper, saying we should give him a second chance. And boy, am I glad he's doing that because if Michael Vick was going to throw that guy under the bus... For what he did, that makes him the biggest, giganticest hypocrite in the freaking universe. You want to talk about, no, he doesn't deserve a second chance. Oh, really, Mike? Like you? So what do you think? If you were a yeah. teammate of Riley Cooper, okay. would you would you give him a second chance? I don't know. I'd have a hard time looking that guy in the eye after that, especially if I was an African-American player. I'm not saying I couldn't give him a second chance, but I feel like they're really rushing this, you know? Something like that happens. I think you need like some time. You do need some time, but this is this is NFL training camp going it's like on one right of those now. Girl, things when you you know when your your uh, your girlfriend catches you cheating, and then all of a sudden you try to get back together with her like two days later. That's not happening. You need a couple months. He doesn't have a couple of months. This is like I say, this is NFL training camp. People are they're cutting down the rosters every single week. Exhibition game one is about to start. The season is less than a month away. There's guys that are injured now that will remain on the roster and then come back later. So I guess, but if Riley Cooper's position was ever in doubt on the team, as in maybe they don't know if he's if he's going to make his own position, you you need him there to prove himself. Well, but look, here's the deal: Chip Kelly, new head coach. We all know Chip Kelly. He does not ever pass the ball, so they won't need Riley Cooper. They won't need wide receivers on this team, am I right? No, that's absolutely true. All he's really known for is just... He's just known for the ground and pound. Runs up the middle and off tackle. Oh, wait. Oh, Oh. counter to the left. Uh, Oh, Oh, no, that's not what he's known for Power sweep. No. Break wide open, boys. No. Start matriculating the ball right down the field, boys. Not, not the. I don't think that's what he's known for. He's not actually the known for playing. Chiefs. He's known for playing loud heavy metal and rap music at all of his practices and having yeah. those crazy boards with Cookie Monster and airplanes on them and stuff. 
I mean, it's interesting. You, I mean, and you, passing for nine hundred yards a game. You know that Chip Kelly from his from his past history is uh, a proponent of giving second chances because he's the one that gave like Garrett Blunt a second chance. That's after he right. Punched a guy in the he face. Punched a guy from Boise State. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching that game when it happened and thinking to myself, Ooh, he cold cocked that dude. That's not a very nice thing to do at all to Garrett Blunt. I mean, it was a total sucker punch, but he. Old cock that guy. On a scale of zero to Carmelo Anthony, how big a sucker punch would you would you have called it? It was above Carmelo Anthony. You either. think it was above Carmelo Anthony? Oh, yeah. I don't know because Carmelo Anthony, when he threw the sucker punch, ran away and hid behind people and ran pretty much off the off the court. But Carmelo Anthony was still in the middle of a game, right? Not anymore. Yeah, but he was at that time. It was still in the middle of the game. This was after the game was, was over. After the, the guys like running off, hands, yeah, smiling, they shook hands, smiling, running off the field. All of a sudden, boom! boom! Right there in the face, like Garrett Blunt. I guess that's true. But to be fair, what college coach doesn't give second, third, fourth chances at this point? You really got to mess up. You really got to Tyrone Matthew it in order to get kicked off the team. I know that Bo Pelini at Nebraska has a zero tolerance policy. Here's a question I ask you: Does he make the team? Yes. You think he makes the team? Absolutely. He's okay. well. He now that Jeremy Macklin's out. Okay, so we assume Riley Cooper's coming back, which hasn't happened. But let's just go ahead and make the assumption. It sure seems like they're trying to bring him back. Michael Vick He's is there. He's at practice today. Yeah, Michael Vick is there, competing with Nick Foles. They say it's fifty-fifty as to who's even going to be the quarterback of that team. But there's no way Michael Vick isn't the quarterback of that team, right? Like they were trying to run know. him out of town, but then Chip Kelly showed up. Like, well, that's the one coach you'd probably want to keep, Michael Vick. I just don't see either one of these quarterbacks really succeeding in what Chip. Kelly wants to do. I think Vic could. He's got the arm. He's got the legs. Yeah, five years ago he could have. I still think he could today. I guess we'll see this year, right? We'll see. So here's the deal. Philadelphia Eagles, real quick, just to wrap up the segment. What kind of record do you put on the Philadelphia Eagles this year? If you ask ESPN, our favorite, the NFC East is the best conference in all of football this upcoming year because, you know, that's where all the teams they pay attention to are. Philadelphia, Dallas, uh, Washington, and the New York Giants. That's that's going to be a tough division. I don't think they're going to be super, super strong. But what kind of a record do you put on the Philadelphia Eagles this year? I think the Eagles win six, seven games. Six, seven games. I put them at seven, eight games. I think they can definitely be 500. They could win eight games. But if, if the Philadelphia Eagles suddenly turned around and went, 10 and 6, 11 and 5 with Chip Kelly in his first year doing stuff that just people aren't ready for. Would it really surprise you? It wouldn't surprise me. No, I mean, th- this is honestly a team I could see win anywhere from 5 to 12 games this year. But we've also seen this with, you know, college coaches coming in. I wouldn't surprise me if they go come out and go 3 and 13 either. Yeah, it's it's just such a big, big spread right there. I, I'm actually curious. That's one of the teams I'm going to be paying attention to this year. It's very interesting. Because I think they're going to they they're be very, very fascinating team to watch this year. You know, year. now even. Now more than ever, Chip Kelly, a real sounding board and interesting uh, guy to just kind of listen. I mean, he's an interesting interview. He's a fun guy to watch. He's a fun guy to watch. Very fun guy to watch. And it's, it's always going to be fun to see what, what his team does. That's right. So. Cool. Well, I tell you what, let's go ahead and uh, wrap, up, wrap it up there. Uh, we'll come back to put a bow on it right after three seconds of Death Clock. All right, time to come back and wrap up another episode. The next episode, the latest installment of Raisin Brent. And once again, I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And here's how you can contact the show. Wow. You can contact me on Twitter at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. You can also contact the show directly, Twitter at Ray Brent Podcast. Or check out our Facebook page. That's our main site for the show, facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. We'd like to thank some other people, though. Jeremy Buck and the Bang, 
The, the train wrecks. These are fantastic. We like to thank David Knoll for producing, of course. Greg Lopez for making us some stuffs. Probably have to thank my sister pretty soon because there's a new logo in the works. Ooh, stay tuned for that. Nice. And uh, what's your what's your big fact of the day? You know what? I, I'm so angry about all this angry music. I just have I just I don't have a fact. I just have a rant that I want to go on about Texas A&M's fans. We were talking about Texas okay. A&M. You know why are they the only ones that they, they say they have the twelfth man? Everybody has the twelfth man. Yeah, they're it's the only the crowd. The only and you know what? Nobody every shows time, up anywhere else. Every time that you score a touchdown, I don't need to see you guys making out in the stadium. <laughs> touchdown! <laughs> Watch the. Aren't you watching the extra point? That's an extra point. They can make out again after the extra point because that's another score. Get it? Because while they're scoring, they're scoring. Ha <laughs> ha! College kids. I get it. <laughs> Now, how do you feel about Nebraska leaving uh, them behind? What were your thoughts upon? Are you kind of sad because you don't get to play them as much anymore, or are you just done with them? I'm sad about all the teams that we don't get to play anymore, except for the Texas teams. I hate all the Texas teams. Texas Tech? I don't hate them as much. It's hard to hate Texas Tech. Bobby Knight was there. Yeah. Uh, But A&M and Texas, I, I got no love for them. Baylor? Baylor, whatever. They're a Texas team. They're, you know, it's like hating... The Cleveland Indians, really, you know, like... Well, that's the, just easy. Yeah, well, but it's one of those teams, they just never win, so what's the point in hating them? I guess that's probably true. Well, cool, cool. Is there anybody else that you'd like to thank today? Oh, uh, yeah, quick shout-out. I went to see that movie Pacific Rim. Yeah. And I thought... I was watching the movie, and I thought the whole time I was... I got lucky, and I was getting the IMAX experience because the big curved screen that they have in the IMAX, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good experience for the show. Then I realized at the end of the movie that it wasn't the screen that was curved. Matt Stafford was just standing in front of the screen the whole time, and he made the – he's so big he's and fat. He's not fat. What is wrong with you? i Max Stafford. Oh, my goodness. That is the stupidest thing I've ever – that's bad even for you. And hey. he's not fat. He's a good-looking – Really? He's a good-looking muscular dude. Then why were they able to project the whole movie on his back? Oh, my goodness. All right. I'm done with this. Anything else also, we got to do, I'm out. I also wondered why the whole time in the middle of the screen, it also said Godfather's Pizza. But <laughs> What? Yeah, it was on his t-shirt, Godfather's Pizza, God, on his back. And then I was like, this movie's weird. They have an ad for a pizza place. The whole, And it was just Matt Stafford's shirt. I hate you so much right now. Nice. All right, well, next week we'll be coming back. We'll talk a little bit about stuff that we talk about. And stuff. St- oh, really quick. You're going out of town. Where are you going, Brent? What state are you going to on vacation? Ohio. He's going to Ohio. So best be assured there's going to be an Ohio story or five coming next week from Brent. Till then, I'm done. Because I can't look at you anymore. Yeah. Bye. You're going to have to drag me out in chains. You're going to have to drag me out in chains. You're going to have to drag me What you wanted And then you run and you flaunt it And I've got something to And this is a show about sports and two scoops of Everything Everything And infotainment And God Uh oh, that's the phone ringing (laughs) What is that? I was born in a barn. Uh, Do you want to be on my podcast? Hello? Oh, 
Okay, then you should hang up right now because we're doing my podcast. I'm eating some yarn. (laughs) You want to be on the podcast? No. (laughs) Great. Okay. Try it again.